In this episode, you will join me and JB as we discuss some changes that we've made to our podcast. On to the show. You don't need law school. Law school's for people who are boring and ugly and serious. Welcome to Legally Crowded with Mike and Baby. Welcome back to our podcast with Mike and JB. And if you haven't noticed, things have changed just a little bit. In the past, we were called Indie Cloudcast. You know, we had the the habit of slapping Indie on front of anything, and it was net documents oriented. But someone kind of whispered to me, hey, Mike, let's rebrand it. Let's make something really, really cool. And so we came up with the name Legally Cloud. And you probably heard we have a brand new introduction. Uh, very, We're very proud of it. It's a, a combo effort between both me and JB and even extends to some close family members as well. So this is the new version or 2.0 of the podcast called Legally Cloud. And so you may be thinking, well, Mike, what in the world is Legally Cloud? What, what does that mean? Why has the podcast changed? And so what we decided to do is we decided to change the focus of the podcast. We wanted to talk more, you know, make it more of a broader topic um, to reach a broader audience. We want to talk more about cloud-based legal technology, relevant topics regarding the cloud, such as security, compliance, cloud trends, things that not only us, but other people within the industry are seeing. So we're not going to just focus on net documents. So I know in, in our first several episodes, a lot of it was net document centric. And don't worry, there's going to be plenty of that as we go forward. We want to bring in other companies that are in the cloud, other companies that have made a, a transition to the cloud. And so you're going to see technology partners. You're going to uh, not see, but hear technology partners and vendors and consultants and implementers. So between both me and JB and others within NetDocuments, we do have lots of different contacts throughout the industry. And our goal is to bring people on, to talk to them, have them share key insights. And we want to make it a more informative, a little bit more broader podcast. And that being said, if you happen to be a consultant and you deal with cloud technology or you're a vendor, and you have a product or products in the cloud, we would love to have you on our show. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at LegallyCloud. Go ahead and send us a message and, and we'll interact with you. We, we would love to make this interactive if, if there are topics you want to hear about or specific companies you'd love to hear from or specific people even. I know there are there are people that are cloud experts. We are more than happy to bring them on the show, to interview them. And, and don't worry, we're not controversial people. So we want to make this informative, educational, but at the same time, a little bit light, a little bit fun. We want to have jokes. We want to laugh. We want you to laugh. That's the goal of Legally Cloud. So before we, we continue within the episode, I know um, many of you may be new to Legally Cloud. So what I thought we would do is... Both JB and I would introduce ourselves just a little bit again, so you can get to know who we are. JB, why don't you start us off with that? I would love to. Thanks, Mike. And uh, I, I 
am pretty excited about this relaunch, and uh, it's it's going to be really interesting. I echo the sentiments there, and and really am looking forward to the direction that this is taking. So I'm I'm extremely excited to go here. Uh, for those of you that that don't know me or or haven't listened to any of the the previous episodes, uh, my my title or my job here is is senior director of professional services. Um, I've been in the the legal industry a long time, uh, doing doing work for various law firms and uh, and corporate legal departments around uh, migrations. So one of the things that we do is is migrating from one system to another, uh, but also just implementing legal document management. Uh, in in that vertical or in that space, and so uh, throughout the years, I, I got my start in in 2000 ish, uh, 1999, 2000, and have been doing things in the legal vertical ever since. And uh, came to Net Documents. I've been here, geez, going on three years now. It seems like a blink of an eye, but I, I joined in 2016, and uh, have been have been uh, doing all of the implementations uh, that that. Net Documents has been implementing for our our client base for the past three years. Well, that's great. And you know, just a little bit about me. I'm what we call a senior solutions expert. In fact, that's fancy, Mike. I know it is really fancy. The fact that there's senior in my title is kind of cool. But you have the same thing as well. But <laughs> but what what has happened is we actually have you know for the longest time, a really long time. It used to be just me. And then I had someone that worked with me, and then he was no longer here. So it, it's been a lot for me, especially as sales has grown, business has grown. But now I manage a team of solution experts. And so we've got several of us here, and, and it's it's been nice. But I've been with NetDocuments about 10 years, and I've been in the legal industry about 10 years. But I've been in the cloud for probably 20, 21 years. So some experience there. And I've done all sorts of things in that documents. I've I've done support. I've done professional services. In fact, they hired me on to do implementations, and I did many of those. And I've done things for marketing. I've, I've you know, you may our our audience may have seen me in in various roles. People say I've got a nice voice for whatever reason. I hate to hear my own voice, right? I think that's a common uh, a common is. thing with everyone, right? Everyone hates to hear them recorded, but people tell me they like it, so I keep talking and they keep listening. So anyway, that's kind of who we are. And I know from right now and our last podcast, there's been about 7 months of complete silence from us. So you may be thinking, great, what's what's been going on in the past seven months? And I know from my perspective, everything that you can think of has been going on for the past seven months. <laughs> I think I've gone around the world at least four or five times in the past seven months. Things have just been absolutely insane for me. What about you, JB? What have you been doing in the past seven months or so? Yeah, it was. Um, it, it has been very, very, very busy. We had a, a large number of client implementations that hit us uh, in, in the Q3 space of, of 2018, and uh, so we we were heads down, uh, focused on on getting all of our, our clients live in that time period. And it was uh, it was it was very busy. Uh, inside of that, you know, one of the things that is always interesting is our our team is constantly evolving, constantly improving or trying to improve on, on their internal processes. And so in addition to taking our clients live, we were also analyzing how we're doing things, improving our best practices, improving our documentation. One of the things that we're 
trying to get out, and I know we have a lot of partners of ours that, that probably listen to this, and one of the things that we are in, attempting to get out here is best practice documentation for everybody. And so, you know, there's a lot of ways to implement our product. We want to give people guidance and say, sure, you can do things in a number of ways, but this is, uh, this is really the sort of the best way or, or to do it, and depending on the scenario and the business requirements of your, of your clients. So uh, we've been heavily focused on that as well. And, uh, and, and yeah, so that's, that's how we've been spending the last seven months in, in professional services. So wait, best practices, that, that's like telling me the speedometer on my car goes to 130, but it's not best practice to make sure it does go to 130? Is that what you're telling uh, me? Yeah, especially in a school zone. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> that's, that's, that's absolutely correct. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's great, JB. That's amazing that, that we're to this point now where we're, we're able to focus on communication because I know in many organizations with many technologies, communication is a shortfall and being able to share what we have learned and knowing specific reasons. Why was the product designed this way? What was the reasoning behind it? And then being able to communicate that to external experts, to certified partners that implement, who consult, who train. I think that is so key and for me shows the maturity of a company, the fact that we're not behind the eight ball trying to do things in a reactive manner, but now we're in a position to do things proactive, it shows the maturity of a company. So that's great. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, and, and the other thing, too, is, is our, our partner ecosystem is, is growing to the point where, you know, a lot of the implementations that we would take on before uh, would, would be done internally by, by our professional services, by NetDocuments professional services. We have such a large number of our implementations now that are going out to partners, uh, and it's, it's really excellent to see that happen because uh, I, I think, you know, that things can only get better from there. And, and just a huge thanks to all of our partners out there that are, uh, you know, doing a, a good job and, and, and implementing all of the, uh, all the the technology and getting our clients happy. Now, JB, I know that you wanted to take just a special uh, a minute here, and there's a particular person where that, that you and I know him very, very well, and you wanted to give him a shout-out because of, of some things that happened recently. So the stage is all yours. Thank you. I appreciate that. So Mike and I, and, and for all of the partners and probably just about anybody that's familiar with NetDocuments who's, who's listening, uh, you're probably aware of an individual by the name of Paul Tippett. Paul was sort of a, a mainstay here, and and you know I think uh, I remember in my days as a as a consultant uh, being on a, a a go live weekend for a client and and running into an issue at maybe 3 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and and Paul Tippett was the guy that I would call. Cell phone was picked up, possibly on the second ring, maybe usually the first. Uh, just always there for, for absolutely everyone, every partner. Well, Paul has decided to uh, ride off into the sunset a little bit and retire, uh, but he is not. Uh, I thought maybe he would, uh, like me, move to Florida or something like that, but he's staying put in Utah. However, he is still going to be performing some work on the side, so he has uh, started his own company. It's Red Oak Technology. And uh, he is going to be, you'll, you'll, you'll see him on the partner forums, you'll see him uh, hopefully at partner events and, and things of that nature, but Paul is still around. I just wanted to uh, say thank you for everything that you've done for us, and, and we're certainly going to miss you. Uh, but, I, you know, day to day, we won't be seeing you in the office, but we'll be seeing you in the community. And for everybody else out there and partners who have, have worked with him, 
Uh, it'd be great if you look them up, give them a shout out, Red Oak Technology, and uh, and uh, just uh, say hi. <laughs> great. Thanks, JB. And I've known Paul now. He predates me at NetDocuments. I think he spent a total of 15, 16 years here. And when I came on board, he put his arm around me, and, and he was a big part of my initial training in NetDocuments, and we've been friends for years. Paul, my hat off to you for your legacy that you leave here at NetDocuments, and I I hope that we do you proud, and uh, your name will always live on here at NetDocs. So thank you very much. And so where do we go from here, and what should you as a listener expect? So our goal, and this is a goal, is is we would like to release a podcast episode every two weeks. And as I mentioned before, we want to make this informative, educational, fun, relaxed, so it's not going to be any controversial, hard-hitting topics. That's just not who we are. But we want to make this interactive as well. So as I mentioned before, if you have suggestions, if you if there are topics, or if you yourself would like to be interviewed by, by JB and, and me, Send us a tweet at, at @legallycloud or direct message us or follow us or anything like that. We want to make this interactive. And I have this, this vision in my head that at some point, as budget allows, that we may start doing contests and might start having giveaways and, and various things like that. I know that the NetDocuments marketing, marketing machine is now much more behind us. You're going to see more ads and you'll hear more about us. So there is there is some budget there and we'll, we want to make this fun. We want to make it enjoyable. So that's where we go from here and what you as a listener should expect. So we hope you enjoy it. All criticisms, positive and negative, is, is welcome as well. We If it's not useful and fun for you, then is it worth doing? Probably not. So that's where we go. Now, one of the new things that we also want to include in our podcast is as we're going to release these on a regular two-week cycle, NetDocuments is, participates in many events all over the world. And so if you're listening to the podcast in a timely manner, of course, we want to make sure that you're at least aware of the next several events that are coming up where NetDocuments is participating. So JB, I think you actually have the calendar for this episode, do you want to go through and list out just the, the next several events where you can find us participating? Yeah, that would be great. Um, so the first one coming up is March 12th in uh, one of my favorite cities, London. It is the British Legal Technology Forum 2019. That's March 12th, and uh, I, I think that is going to be a very good time. Mike, are you going to be there at that one? Uh, no, I'm not. You're not okay. Well, we'll 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 have a fantastic presence from our our, our UK office. So I, I would imagine Andy Payne, Guy, and 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 Greg, and and those folks will be over there. So it should be should be a great event. And and come on out if you happen to be in the area. And um, let's see. Also in London, also in March, March 27th and 28th is the Legal X 2019 show and we will be in booth 661 it's very specific uh but yes we we will be in booth 661 at the at the legal x 2019 show in london uh, looking forward to that event as well one of an, another fun city this could always get interesting is uh, new orleans in april 2nd we will be in new orleans for the gulf coast data breach security and privacy conference uh, so we will have a presence there i would imagine uh, our our 
compliance and some of our security folks will be there. So always a, a great uh, venue to show up at and ask questions, particularly around our platform. The security of our, our hardware, the security of our, our platform is, is uh, very interesting to me. I still love hearing Alvin talk about it and, and describe the different uh, the different pieces that make up our, our, our security. And that's always a, a great great, uh, great thing to do. So, um, and last but not least, April 8th and 9th is uh, Lexpo 2019. That is in Amsterdam. I will not be at that one. Uh, I wish I could go, but uh, I have other plans. So, uh, but that will be, uh, that will be a fun show as well. You know, I'm noticing London, New Orleans, Amsterdam, there's a common theme. Those are fun places to go. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, whoever's in charge of, of picking those venues is uh, is doing a good job for sure. Uh, absolutely. I completely agree. <laughs> All right. So those are upcoming events with NetDocuments. Now, for those who have listened to other podcast episodes, we always like to end our podcast with something a little bit more entertaining, a little bit more light, and to share a little bit more about both JB and myself. So what you'll see in all of our podcast episodes is that I will ask JB a personal question, and JB will ask me a personal question. And these aren't your typical, what's your favorite food, right? And on top of that, JB has no idea what I'm going to ask him, and I have no idea what he's going to ask me. So the responses are raw. They're unedited for the most part. And <laughs> just we get our natural reaction between both of us. So I'm excited for this week, Mike. I got to tell uh -oh. you, I was, uh -oh. I was looking forward to this one. So, yep. Okay. All right. So then I'm going to lead off because we'll, we'll keep you for the, for the end here. So JB, if you had to change your name, what would your new name be and why would you choose it? Wow. Okay. So I don't, I would have to say, I, I don't know, you know, right now I, so JB, just so everybody knows, is short for Joseph Bryan. Um, I have been JB since I've been two weeks old. So I used to sit in class and people would call out Joseph for roll call and I would have no clue who they were talking about. Um, so I, I just sort of grew up and got used to JB. However, when I was a kid, probably somewhere in middle school, I have no idea why, but I went through this phase where I really thought that my name should be Michael. And I don't know why. Um, so I... I um, I, I actually asked my friends to call me Mike for a while and, and some of those things. So uh, it was it was kind of funny. It was like, you know, I can't legally change my name, but uh, but if I could, uh, I would change it to Michael. Didn't have a middle name. Didn't pick out a middle name, but but Michael was the uh, was was where I was going. I don't know if there was a Michael Jackson influence there or something. Uh, I have no idea. But Michael uh, definitely. Everyone wants to be like Mike. Yep. Exactly. And and Mike, so that's that's a testament to you as well. So you you've got the name. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh I, I guess that's what it would be. All right, you're up. I'm up. Okay. So mine would be if you had to choose an animal that was not a dog or a cat to have as a pet, what would you choose? You know, it depends upon my age. Obviously, when I was a young kid, I wanted a pony. And then as we got into the teenage years, you know, I'd take a horse. Then it could actually carry me places. It'd be pretty cool to ride into school on a horse. No one else in the school would do that. But as I've, as I've gotten older, as life has just split me out into 20,000 different pieces and I'm spread thin, when I think pets, I think 
low maintenance. I'm thinking of goldfish. I know that's kind of boring, but that's that's my thought process is I've got so much going on that it's difficult to take care of pets. Now, in all honesty, we we do have five stray cats that have adopted our house. And thanks. Thanks. I like to, the way you put that. I know. They, thank, they, thanks to the rest. Of, thanks to the rest of my family. We, we do abs. Don't worry. We take care of them. We feed them every day. They've got warm bed, warm shelter. Um, but so those are the pets we actually have. But if it was just me with my own thought process, I would go with a goldfish or something very simple like that. So that's a great question. That uh, would be a hard one to travel with, unless you're, you know, this is my emotional support goldfish. <laughs> um, yeah, I would, you know, might be able to get away with that one. Who knows? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. It reminds me of uh, the movie What About Bob with Bill Murray <laughs> with his goldfish in his jar that he took everywhere with him. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And I know this is a this is a this is a little bit um, um, unscripted here, but do you mind if I take a crack at the trivia fun fact? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I I happen to I for for those listening, I live in Orlando, Florida, and I live probably about maybe 20 25 minutes from the uh from the Disney uh theme parks. And so I I happen to meet a a they, everybody that works there they call them cast members. I happen to meet a cast member who is a bus driver. And he and I got to talking just about some of the, the weird odds and ends and tidbits of, of things that go on at the parks. And one of the facts that he told me that I found just absolutely fascinating was, you know, across all four parks, they have fireworks shows every night. Every single night they have these massive fireworks shows. And in some, some parks, you know, it's a couple times a day. And so across all four parks, Mike, just take a stab what do you think Disney spends on fireworks across the parks in, in the Disney World uh, per day? Per day? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so a, 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 a sum across all four parks, the total amount? Yes, per day. Uh, oh, per day, uh, I don't know, $50,000? Okay, yeah, that's, that's, pro- that's right about where I went as well. Uh, that number is actually closer to the tune of $150,000 every day that they spend on fireworks. Now here's the the fun fact or the interesting part. Every single day, all $150,000 of those fireworks are funded by popcorn sales. Can you believe that? So they sell enough popcorn at those parks to pay for $150,000 of fireworks in a day. I just, I find that fascinating. There's, uh, I don't know if there's a book out there or something, but I would love to just research the, the whole economics of, of how those parks run. It's, it's absolutely amazing to me. That is a great fact. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing, JB. And I'm glad that was off script. That's perfect. Um, <laughs> that, that's a great way to wrap up the podcast. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. For those that are new to Legally Cloud, we welcome you. And we hope that that our current three listeners will grow to at least four or five as time goes on. (laughs) So we're excited for this. We hope you can hear the excitement in our voices and the direction we're going. And once again, at Legally Cloud on Twitter, if you want to interact with us, we'd love to hear what you think. We'd love your ideas. We'd love your communication. We want to make this interactive. We want to make it personal and be able to, to address what our listeners want to hear. 
So thank you again. We're back. We're here for good. Until next time, keep your head in the clouds.